following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Welcome to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with host Kristen Harper. She's here to give you those extra tips that you don't always get from other health and wellness programs. Kristen has all the bases covered and just a bit more. Now, here is your host, Kristen Harper. Hello, everyone. How are you? This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com on the health and wellness channel and once you go to my health and wellness channel just look up tips to keep you healthy happy and motivated which airs every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific time and also if you'd like to listen to any of my past episodes just go to my radio show page and you will see all of my past episodes on the right hand side and if you could please give this show a five stars on iTunes would really appreciate it I'm also on this show is on Google Play Tune in, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. I mean, it's on a lot of platforms. And I'm looking forward to today's episode. Uh, today's episode is all about freeze-dried glandulars, which I will be talking about later, which are beneficial to health. And right now for the next... I'd say probably 40 to 45 minutes, I will be interviewing a constitutional scholar. Her name is Joanna Martin, but her pen name is Publius Hulda, and she's been on my show before, and she's a wealth of knowledge. Today, we will be discussing what if President Trump refuses to concede. It is an honor to have Publius Hulda on my radio show. So would you be able to let my listeners know about your background? Oh, oh yes. Um, um, I grew up in a household where political philosophy was discussed all the time. Um, when I was in high school, I found out about Ayn Rand, and I started reading her very carefully. So I got my undergraduate degree in political philosophy, um, in great part because of Ayn Rand's influence and that of my father, who introduced me to, to political philosophy. Then, after I got a degree in philosophy, I went to law school, and then I joined the Army JAG Corps, and I went to Berlin, Germany, and where I was stationed uh, during the Cold War. I practiced uh, criminal Litigation. When I was in the military, I was a, a criminal defense lawyer in the military courts martial. Then when I got out of the Army, I returned to the States where I did civil litigation, and I did that until I retired, and I was enjoying my retirement very much until Obama got elected the first time. The next morning, I dusted off my copy of the Federalist Papers, and went to work, I decided I was going to teach the country about our Constitution. And that is all I have been doing ever since. Well, we appreciate you educating people. It's so important, especially about our Constitution, this country was founded on. Oh, yes. 
Uh, so would you be able to let my listeners know uh, where they can go to visit your website and other resources you may have? Yes. Um, my website is publiusholder.com, P-U-B-L-I-U-S-H-U-L-D-A-H.com. I'm on Twitter under the same name, and my logo is the cheetah, and I'm on Facebook under the same name with the cheetah logo. But I'll probably be leaving Facebook fairly soon because they censor me. <laughs> I know. It's frustrating, isn't it? Such a yes. huge problem. Well, do you think that you'll get on, like, another platform? I know there's other platforms out there that a lot of people are leaving Facebook to go to. Yes, I probably will. It's just that I am uh, illiterate uh, with respect to computers and the Internet and such, so I'd, I'd need somebody to come and set me up because I don't know how to do it. Right. You know, okay, when so I graduated from law school, we didn't have copying machines. Court mm-hmm. reporters used steno pads, and uh, the uh, legal secretaries typed with carbon copies, so... Technology and I do not, we are not close acquaintances. No, I understand. And I encourage my listeners to go to your website. Uh, she has a lot of great information. She's very knowledgeable. And she, I also feel she's very classy, a uh, classy woman. And there's also videos. I have even checked out some of your interviews. Like you're on YouTube as well. You're, you're just amazing. Uh, so um, uh, Publius pulled a... Uh, there's been a lot going on, especially here in America, with this uh, U.S. Uh, presidential election. And I knew something was going to happen, and all of this doesn't surprise me. But before I get into asking you, you know, about um, if Trump does not concede, what are your thoughts about this U.S. presidential election and what occurred? Well, um, it really isn't an election. It is an act of war against the United States. It appears that it is financed by the Chinese communists who have bought a number of members of the elite, so-called elite in the United States. And these people have connived to steal the election in order to elect Joe Biden, who from all the evidence I've seen, is a Chinese puppet. So this, I think, is the most, Im- the most dangerous situation we, are, we have been in since the war between the states in 1860s. And we have got to fight. It is clear that Trump won the popular vote very possibly in every state in the Union. But it is also obvious, and I've been following the work of attorneys Sidney Powell, Rudy Giuliani, and Lynn Wood, it's obvious that this election was stolen from President Trump. Okay. And if we don't fight it and defeat it, then... Our right to elect our own representatives will have been taken away from us. Mm-hmm. So, and I haven't been really following along with what's been going on. I just have a really busy schedule right now. 
And uh, to be to be honest with you, I didn't vote for Trump or Biden. I actually voted for Kanye West uh, for president. And I, for some reason, like within me, I still do not trust Trump. So, from what you're saying, as far as you know, this is that uh, there's uh, corruption going on, and that this is supposed to go to Joe Biden. But for some reason, I still don't feel comfortable with Trump. And I kept a journal. I, I kept a journal this year mm-hmm. about about Trump and everything that he's done, and I still feel like he's working with the globalists to carry out this new world order. Well, yes, uh, I, I, uh, Trump has been pushing the globalist agenda. As soon as I found out about the USMCA trade agreement, I started writing on it. I think my first paper on this was, I think, January of two years ago. And I showed how the USMCA trade agreement constitutes a massive transfer of power from the American people to the global government, which the USMCA trade agreement creates and sets up over us. So I have, I also have opposed many of Trump's policies. I am not a my president right or wrong person, but the fact is that all the evidence is that he is the one who got massive support from the voters. And therefore, he is the one who should be the next president, who who should be reelected. You know, there are two key issues to this. The most fundamental issue is this constitutional issue. Article 4, Section 4, U.S. Constitution reads, quote, the United States shall guarantee to every state in this union a Republican form of government, end quote. Now, the essence of a republic is that the sovereign power is exercised by representatives elected by the people. Election fraud strikes at the heart of our constitutional republic because, obviously, it deprives us of our right to choose our own representatives. So therefore, Article Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution requires Congress, the federal courts, and the executive branch, in other words, the United States, it requires them to negate the fraud in order to preserve our republican form of government. If the, if the federal... If, if the, federal government doesn't do this, then we will lose our republican form of government and we will be transformed into an oligarchy where rich men buy the elections. Okay. So my question is, do you think that Trump is involved with any of this uh, corruption that may be going on as well, though? No, I'm no, just, I don't. You, you don't. You don't? Um, I think I think that Trump. Um, I think his heart is in the right place. I have never heard anybody who knew him from the past say anything bad about him. I read people pretty well. I think his heart is in the right place, but 
I am convinced that he has never read our Constitution. I think that like most people, in fact, 99.99% of all Americans, he does what he thinks is a good idea instead of opening up our Constitution and seeing if he has the constitutional authority to do it. And I do fault him for that. But I do think his heart is in the right place. And, you know, we haven't had a president who followed the Constitution since maybe Calvin Coolidge close to 100 years ago. So, you know. Yeah, it's, it's so sad. And I don't so, think Trump so, is involved uh, in any corruption. I, I've never seen any trace of dishonesty in him. Just constitutional illiteracy, which is not a crime, um, because practically everybody in America is constitutionally illiterate. I know. We need to change that. Oh, yes. So, um, So these are... Some of my concerns about Trump, and I think I brought this up last time when I spoke to you, I, I don't like his spending. I feel like it's out of control. And then also he gave $1.16 billion to Gavi, uh, which is Vaccine Alliance, which was co-founded by Bill and Melinda Gates. Right. Um, and and yeah. that concerns me because I feel like he's – Working with the globalists, Bill Gates is a, a globalist who wants to reduce the population, yes, and and he's also involved with the ID twenty twenty that you know people can look up. Oh and yeah, I call him Bill Mengele Gates. You know, from Doctor Mengele, the Nazi medical doctor who experimented on children. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. There's no doubt about it. Uh, uh, Bill Gates is a bad dude, and. Correct. Those uh, Trump's actions are unconstitutional with respect, you know, uh, Trump's and Congress's actions are unconstitutional with respect to those items of spending. But even so, we cannot allow the election to be stolen from Trump and given to Joe Biden, who is almost certainly a Chinese puppet. And I would say, regardless of the party, regardless of whether it's the president uh, or a candidate, it doesn't matter to me. If if there's any kind of uh, corruption going on, we have to fight it, period. Right. Um, And it's happening, I believe, in Arizona. I've heard, I don't know if you've heard of Daniel McCarthy in Arizona. He was... Yeah, I've been following uh, events in uh, Arizona, but I've been following them in all the other states, and frankly, things have been going so fast, I can't keep up in all the different states. Mm-hmm. So um, he ran for U.S. Senate to represent Arizona. He's a constitutionalist, and I actually voted for him, and I thought he would be great for Uh, representing Arizona, but he actually lost, but then he received information, like, from within, like, within the government, something about there was some kind of fraud that might have taken place. I don't Mm -hmm. know all the details, and so that's really concerning that this seems like it's happening at all different levels. Oh, yes, but uh, listen, uh, your your friend, uh, we don't know that he lost. For all we know, he won. But 
and, and the election was stolen from him. Well, so my question there's no doubt that there was corruption in, in the, the Arizona elections. And I haven't talked to him personally. I'd love to talk to him because I don't know all the details, so I can't say. But yeah. someone told, but someone else that knows him, or they said that there was no way that he could fight it. Something about the laws wouldn't allow him to. I don't know if that's true. But to yeah, me, well, is, I don't know the laws in Arizona, but uh, when there's fraud. Um, and we know there was fraud in the Arizona election. Was your friend running for the state Senate or, or the uh, U.S. Senate? The, the U.S. Senate. The it U.S. Senate? Yes. Yeah. Well, we know that there was fraud in that election. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I, I'm, you know, I don't know what the U.S. Supreme Court is going to do. Uh, when they get uh, all of these cases, I am hoping that one thing they will do is order new elections. That is something it's conceivable that they would do such a thing. Okay, so let's talk about that. Let's, after the break, I want to talk about if Trump does not concede, let's talk about the different scenarios that may play out. Okay, all right. Okay, and this is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com on the Health and Wellness channel. I've been speaking with Joanna Martin. Her pen name is Publius Hulda. She's a constitutional scholar. Please stay tuned, and we'll be back very soon. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to KristenHarperSpeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, PerfectHealthConsultingServices.com and K-R-I-S-T-E-N HarperSpeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. That's K R I S T E N. 
at kristenharperspeaks.com. Now, back to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. We are back. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com on the Health and Wellness channel. And uh, today's episode is all about freeze-dried glandulars, which I will be talking about later, and what if Trump refuses to concede. And my special guest is Joanna Martin. Her pen name is Publius Hulda. She's a constitutional scholar. So, uh, Joanna, what if Trump does not concede? Okay, um, I'll, I'll go through that, but first, it would be a serious mistake for Trump to concede. If he were to do that, he would be, in effect, turning our country over to the Chinese communists. They are behind much of this election fraud. The, the evidence is coming out showing that the Chinese communists are behind the election fraud. So... Trump should not under any circumstances concede, and I doubt very much that he will do so. Now, if we, there are several avenues of fighting this election. One, we have two extremely strong constitutional arguments. Um, Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution, that's the clause that guarantees to every state in this union a Republican form of government. And, of course, if we have, if our elections are stolen, then we don't have a Republican form of government because people are not allowed to elect their representatives. Rich men choose who the representatives will be. So that's a very strong argument. The second very strong argument arises out of Article 1, Section 4 of the U.S. Constitution. Now, that clause provides that the time that only the state legislatures and Congress have the authority to make laws addressing the times, places, and manner of federal elections. So, for example, it's up to the state legislatures to decide whether or not they're going to allow mail-in voting or prohibit mail-in voting. The only body in this country which has the power to change the election laws the state legislatures make is Congress. But what started happening a um, couple of months before this last election was that the left was filing lawsuits challenging the state election laws and judges who presided over those cases, were rewriting the state election laws to permit, to, to permit unrestricted mail-in voting, to extend the deadlines for getting ballots in, to provide that you don't have to compare signatures on an application with the signatures on the outer envelope of the ballot, so that's what happened. So that permitted massive amounts of fraud to take place in this election. And I think that that is one of the strongest arguments and we have. And if this case goes to the U.S. Supreme Court, as I expect it will, I think that we can expect to um, hear much about Article 1, Section 4, 
the Times, Places, and Manners Clause, and also Article 4, Section 4, which guarantees to us a Republican form of government. Now, the second thing is um, statutory framework. Okay, first of all, let me just run through briefly the key provisions in the Constitution which govern the election. I've just named two of them. Um, Article 2, Section 1, Clause 2 of the Constitution provides that the president and vice president are to be elected by electors appointed in such a manner as the state legislatures shall direct. Article 2, Section 1, Clause 4 provides that Congress may determine the time of choosing electors and the day on which they vote. The Twelfth Amendment sets forth the procedures for how the electors are to cast their votes for president and then in a separate ballot for vice president. And then, finally, the 20th Amendment, Sections 1 and 3, sets forth these key dates. And these are the only dates which are set forth in the Constitution respecting the election. The terms of president and vice president end on January the 20th. And the terms of senators and representatives end on January the 3rd. And Section 2 of the 20th Amendment uh, says Congress shall meet on January the 3rd unless they make a law setting a different date. And Congress did make a law which changed that date to January the 6th. So that's the constitutional framework. Now, at Title III, United States Code Sections 1 through 21, Congress implemented the constitutional provisions. And I've studied those 21 sections very carefully, and it is clear that Congress understood that there would be fights in the states over the selection of the electors. So they provided for the fights. Uh, for example, um, um, at the 3 U.S. Code Section 1, Congress set November the 3rd as the date for appointing electors. But the next two sections address what happens when electors aren't appointed on November the 3rd. Section 2 says they can be appointed on a subsequent date in such a manner as the legislature of each state may direct. So there's a lot of flexibility built into the U.S. Code to allow for there being fights in the states over the selection of electors. Article 2, Section 1, Clause 4 of the Constitution gives Congress authority to determine the date on which the electors vote. Three, United States Code Section 7 sets that date for December the 14th. But the next sections provide for what happens when Congress hasn't received the electors' votes by December the 23rd. So flexibility to deal with the fights in the states over the selection of electors is built into the U.S. Code. And that's what's been going on with these pushes to get uh, the state legislatures in these six battleground states to ignore 
the reported results of the election, because we know they were based on fraud, and instead the state legislatures have the power to select a completely new set of, uh, of electors. And the U.S. Supreme Court has already ruled that um, that when that that even though a state legislature has provided for the popular election of the presidential electors, the state legislature can take it back at any time. So that's another avenue of relief. Now, it doesn't appear that any of these state legislatures in those six states are going to do that. Um, but the states do have the authority to appoint replacement electors. Now, when this gets to Congress, you know, um, Section 3 of the 20th Amendment shows that Congress has the authority to determine whether the president-elect and vice president-elect are qualified for office. Now, that's important if either is not a natural-born citizen, Congress has a power and duty to disqualify that person. You know, it was Congress's duty to inquire into whether Obama was a natural-born citizen, and today it is Congress's duty to inquire into whether Kamala Harris is a natural-born citizen. And from everything I've seen, she is not, which makes her un qualified to be vice president. Now, Congress also has the power and the duty to disqualify Biden and Harris on the ground that the fraud bringing about their sham election was an attack on the state's right guaranteed by Article 4, Section 4 to have a Republican form of government. So I hope that isn't too convoluted and confused. Uh, <laughs> there, that, that's the outline for what Congress and the states can do. Okay, and uh, Joanna, there was something that I read a while back, something about that there could be a possibility of third or three candidates and that the House of Representatives would be involved. And I think I might have sent you that article in the past. Um, well, I've, I've heard about that. The Twelfth Amendment, of, uh, first of all, um, the, the, this is governed by the Twelfth Amendment. Now, we have not been following the procedures for elections set forth in the Twelfth Amendment. They actually provide that uh, the, once the electors are selected, then it is the electors who are supposed to use their own judgment in determining who would make the best president, and then in a separate ballot, they determine who would make the vice, the, the, the best vice president. So, for example, in Arizona, I don't know how many electoral votes you have, but say you have 20 electoral votes. 
so you would have 20 electors. Those 20 electors are supposed to get together and, and decide who they're going to vote, who they are going to vote for for president. So they might decide, you know, five of the electors might decide that Mr. Jones should be president, four might decide that Mr. Smith should be president, and the rest of them might decide that Mr. Green should be president. Those are the vote totals, which is supposed to be sent into Congress to be counted. Then in a separate ballot, they do the same thing for vice president. They send, they tally up their votes for the different candidates they come up with and send those names and dates into Congress. Then, on January the 6th, Congress counts the votes. The 12th Amendment provides that if no candidate has a majority, then the um, House can vote on it. Wow, that's that's, what I was talking about. That's where it comes from, what you heard about the House voting for it. Yes, But... The way we do elections now with a winner-take-all, you know, the 12th Amendment doesn't permit winner-take-all. For mm-hmm. example, in Arizona, if, um, if um, 60% of the vote is for Mr. Smith and 40% of the vote is for Mr. Jones, then Mr. Smith is supposed to get 60% of Arizona's electoral votes and Mr. Jones is supposed to get 40% of Arizona's electoral votes. That is what the 12th Amendment requires. But we haven't done that. We do winner-take-all, which is unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. But anyway, if we did it the right way, you could see how it would happen. It would be very likely that no one candidate would get a majority of all the electoral votes, and that is when it goes to be voted on for president in the House and for vice president in the Senate. So that's an unlikely scenario, but, Kristen, since we haven't been following the Constitution for 100 years, I don't know why they'd start following it now. Except (laughs) that (laughs) I have seen some incredibly encouraging uh, words from Justice Alito in connection with um, his interim rulings on the litigation in Pennsylvania. Justice Alito has written some things that I just wanted to give him a big hug and thank him. And of course, uh, Clarence Thomas is, he always does the right thing. Mm hmm, mm hmm. And I think we can count on Gorsuch. And uh, Kavanaugh and uh, Barrett, I really don't know, but uh, I I have hopes that they'll uh, do the right thing. We cannot let the Chinese communists control our elections. Mm -hmm. And I follow very carefully the evidence that Sidney, Lynn, and Rudy have come up with, and it is clear that this election was stolen for Joe Biden. Now, when I brought up, like, the three candidates in the House of Representatives, now, I told you before that I voted for Kanye West, and there were yes. uh, 
and there was reasons for it, but just one reason is he's into natural health, he's against vaccines, and I feel like we have oh, this big yeah. pharma cartel that's taken over, and we need to go we back do. to a free market healthcare system, and so that's one of the reasons I supported uh, Kanye West, and there's other reasons as well. So do you think that he would have any chance... If we went to that scenario, which uh, with the House of Representatives and choosing of three candidates or one of three candidates, do you think he has any chance at all? Because I know it was the you know the Libertarian that was running. I believe that she acquired more votes than Kanye West. Uh-huh. It, well, um, the Twelfth Amendment says um, the House. Let's see. The House of uh, the the top three names, yeah, yeah. Th- then from the person having the highest number, not exceeding three, so the House would decide whether or not uh, they're going to limit it to Biden and Trump, or whether they would add a third person. However, we all know from the evidence that Biden did not get a majority of the votes. So do, do you think that the Libertarian would probably be the third candidate as a possibility since she had more votes than Kanye West? Uh, you know, I, I don't know what Congress is going to do. I, right. um, I, but I doubt very much that that scenario would come about. Okay. Okay, because, so... Uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, um, we there's so much irrationality and unconstitutional actions going on in our federal government. We, it's like chaos, isn't it? This whole year has just been complete chaos. chaos. Yes. And then, and then, yeah. I, I want to talk about the vaccines too because those are coming out um, very soon here. So. Uh, this is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com on the Health and Wellness channel. I've been speaking with Publius Hulda. That's her pen name, and her real name is Joanna Martin. She's a constitutional scholar. Please stay tuned, and we'll be back very soon. Your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to KristenHarperSpeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, PerfectHealthConsultingServices.com and K-R-I-S-T-E-N HarperSpeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 
Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at kristenharperspeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at kristenharperspeaks.com. Now, back to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. We are back. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com. And today's episode is What If Trump Refuses to Concede? My special guest is Joanna Martin. Her pen name is Publius Hulda. She's a constitutional scholar. And um, just want to let everyone know that these coronavirus vaccines will be coming out very soon, um, especially here in Arizona. I'm just really concerned. I personally am against all vaccines, and it should be up to a person to decide if they want the vaccine or not. It shouldn't be forced on the people by the government. We own our own bodies, not the government. And I didn't know that there's forced vaccine laws in certain states, like during an emergency, which I think is so wrong. And I, I did interview in the past a former FEMA officer. She came on my show, and she stated that there's this program it's called uh, DARPA and that uh, this this has been going on for many years that quantum dots and the hydrogel are being put into uh, these vaccines that have robots so this is really concerning and so I just wanted to get your thoughts Joanna on these vaccines that are coming out well, um, I, I have to let everybody know that uh, I don't have a medical degree and I know nothing about epidemiology or vaccines. You know, I know nothing about it except what I have read by medical doctors and epidemiologists and, and, and such. So everything I say is based upon what they have said. Um, I have talked to medical doctors whom I trust, and they have told me basically the same thing that you have told me, that these vaccines, that the one that Bill Gates is proposing, is extremely dangerous, and furthermore, that it actually changes our DNA. Now, that is evil, you know, to force us to take a vaccine which changes our DNA, First of all, this coronavirus is basically a sham disease. It has not killed millions of people. The people who have died, quote, with it were generally elderly people who had other major diseases such as diabetes, you know, heart disease and such like. It is not it is not a dangerous disease. It isn't the black plague. It isn't cholera. It isn't, it isn't like that. It isn't like TB. It isn't like AIDS. It has killed very few people, if any. 
It's so scam, it's, why it's, are they it's forced? It's a scamdemic. It's the scamdemic, and there's a bigger agenda going on to yes, implement the is. new world order. I believe so. There is clearly a new, a, a different agenda. The lockdowns, the mask wearing. The purpose yes. of the lockdowns was to destroy our economy, to harm yes. it, and yes. to see if the Americans would be docile little sheep who follow orders. The same thing with the face masks. Are we docile little sheep who do what we're told? Furthermore, um, there are very powerful psychological implications of going around with a mask on. It breaks up human relationships. I travel quite a bit, and when I would go to the truck stops and, you know, gas stations and to rest and such, get gas, um, I'd pass people and, you know, hello, nice day, you know, it was friendly. Now you meet people in those places and half of them turn their heads away from you as if they're afraid you'll get germs on them. Uh, there's no, no friendliness. This is very destructive to destroy the interpersonal friendly relations which strangers in this country should be able to have with each other. You know, nice dog, nice day. That's gone. Um, uh, people are frightened. Um, they're terrified. They're staying at home. They're wearing the masks. Um, and, and, jo and, and, Joanna, and Joanna, I apologize, but I have to let you go now because I have to move on to my next subject. But do you have just okay. like maybe a, just a few more comments left here, maybe just like for the next minute or so to let my listeners? Is there any message that you would like to share before I let you go? Yeah, um, I would not take that vaccine under any circumstances whatsoever. I will be getting a paper out on this where I will uh, set forth the uh, authority for my reasonings. But basically, the government does not own your bodies. They cannot force you to take a vaccine, a dangerous vaccine, to protect you from a non-existent disease. I agree 100%, and you're amazing, and you're always welcome back on my show. Thanks, Kristen. Okay, Bye-bye. Now I would like now to move like on to freeze-dried glandulars. And so these are supplements, and they are beneficial to your health. And so they are animal-based glandular extracts. They are free of hormones, and they can help rebuild their target organ or tissue. Now, there's two types of freeze-dried glandulars. There's one type that is extracted with salt, and the other is freeze-dried. And I recommend the freeze-dried. So uh, one example is uh, adrenal and thyroid glandular, which is actually my favorite. And it assists in rebuilding the adrenal and thyroid glands. And both glands are very important because they're involved with energy production. And to have the maximum amount of energy in the body, both glands, the adrenal and thyroid glands, have to be working optimally. Now there's other freeze-dried glandulars, including their thymus, kidney, and others. 
And I would say that many people require a glandular product, especially slow oxidizers. And what this is, this is based off hair mineral analysis, which has been my background for a very long time. And I would say that the majority of the population are slow oxidizers, which means they have a, a slow metabolism. They have weak adrenal and thyroid activity at a cellular level. So many people do require these glandular products, but there are some exceptions, including babies and children that generally do not need these glandulars, but there are some cases where perhaps there may be some children or babies that do require these glandulars, and there can be other exceptions, including a, you know, a person that may have a hormone-dependent cancer. And these freeze-dried glandulars are different from herbs. I am not a fan of most herbs, and I usually recommend just based off a of hair mineral analysis and then also, also the quantum biofeedback, which I'm involved with, which is a sophisticated technology that reveals a lot about your health. I usually recommend like vitamins, there's minerals are beneficial, uh, fatty acids, uh, some amino acids are great temporarily, I wouldn't say long term because they can be yin, so basically in Chinese medical terminology there's yin and yang and our bodies are meant to be yang which is warm, dry, healthier, and yin is less healthy and is more cold. So herbs are more yin, and these animal glandulars are more yang. So, so basically how this works is if a person gets a hair mineral analysis, or if they get a quantum biofeedback session, I can determine if someone requires an animal glandular and I am against hormone replacement therapy completely and if you'd like to listen to this past episode where I actually talked about the subject just go to my radio show page on the right hand side you will find it I am against hormone replacement therapy it is uh, bioidentical it's uh, toxic it will unbalance body chemistry it doesn't address the root cause of illness. So we need to get to the root cause and take a whole systems approach. However, hormone replacement does not do that. It's not a whole systems approach. I would say it's more allopathic. And so basically what causes these hormone imbalances? Well, it can be numerous uh, factors that can be involved, for example, uh, vitamin deficiencies, uh, heavy metal toxicity, and other imbalances. So we need to get to the root cause, and hormone replacement will not get to the root cause. And so these uh, freeze-dried glandulars are used to help nourish the adrenal glands. For example, I, I mentioned the adrenal glandular. So it will nourish the adrenal glands and will increase the oxidation rate and will also 
uh, balance the sodium and potassium ratio. And I would say that many people today have adrenal fatigue. They, people are exhausted. People are stressed out. People have this weak adrenal and thyroid activity at a cellular level. I would say the majority of people do. So they require nutritional supplements and a slow oxidizer diet. And also people that have been through trauma, people that have a PTSD, usually for the most part, have weak adrenal and thyroid activity at a cellular level so that they do require these freeze-dried animal glandulars. And if you'd like to learn more about me, you can go to uh, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and I offer hair analysis, quantum biofeedback, nest health and brainwave entrainment and then my speaking website i'm a health and wellness speaker is k-r-i-s-t-e-n harper h-a-r-p-e-r speaks.com kristen harper speaks.com and if you would like to be a sponsor of the show just please send me an email to kristen at kristen harper speaks.com and i can send you a voice america uh, packet. We have different uh, packages and it would benefit your business because we do reach a lot of people and Voice America is the largest live internet radio network in the world where you can make a donation at PayPal to Kristen at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and it would definitely, I would be very grateful just because uh, my show has been on the network now for I'd say over three years and my goal is to do the show long term because I want to know help people to get healthy uh, taking a natural approach and I always want to bring the truth to people so I would love to get your feedback and also if you'd like to let me know what future topics that you would like to hear on my show would really appreciate it and I'm really excited I have uh, a comedian actually coming on my show very soon to help me cover the top 10 episodes for 2020. And he did confirm he's been on my show before. He's he's very funny, so I'm looking forward to that. So just make sure you tune in every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific time. And wishing everyone a healthy and happy week. Take care. Thank you for being a part of the show this week. Tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper can be heard live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Kristen can't wait to speak again next week. 